we are disconnected. We are legally bound together by marriage, but behind the curtain, we are disconnected like strangers. We are biologically connected. I am your child and you are my parent. But when you pull back the curtain, our interactions are full of hostility and it's unsafe. You see that we interact with each other as if we don't know each other, that we actually find more relief out at happy hour with our coworkers than we do at the dinner table. There is a tension. There is a difference between the role that you have in my life and the relationship that I have with you. They are incongruent. They do not match. I am Taylor Chandler. I'm a licensed therapist, host of this podcast, Boundaries and Grace, and leader of my practice, Reattach. My mission is to help you shift to secure attachment, uprooting anxiety and avoidance, replacing with clarity and peace. You will shift. Today, we're going to talk about the difference between role and relationship. Someone can have a position in your life that does not match the experience that you have of them. You say that you are my mother, but I do not experience you as mothering. I know that you are my biological father, but I don't experience you as my dad. You are my sister. You're not sisterly. You are my brother. There is no brotherly affection here. You are my husband. I don't feel you as my husband. You have the title of my wife, but I do not experience you as a wife. So there is tension between the role that you have in my life and the relationship that we have together in that tension, there can be often is resentment, confusion. Why are you this way? Why are we having this experience together? Feelings of betrayal. Like you you are supposed to do this and you didn't. And not only did you not show up in the way that I expected you to and would have preferred you to, but I actually feel like there was some sort of consciousness about it on your part. I feel like there was some sort of decision on your part to withhold from me. I feel betrayed by you. Feelings of sadness. So on the deeper end of sadness, there's grief. I'm grieving the relationship that I actually wanted to have with you or that maybe we once had before and we no longer do. Feelings of shame. Shame that you are my mother and other mothers aren't like this. Shame, oh my goodness, that you are my husband and that I feel like other husbands don't do what you do to me. Shame that you're my wife and and, and I feel a way that if I were to tell my friends that they would shake their head at it, that they would feel sorry for me, that they would look at me different because of the relationship that I have with you. Shame is in that tension. Y'all, this is good already. I want us to put language on this very common problem that you are something to me in your title, but I'm having an experience of you that does not match. Another way of thinking about this, and I love putting things in the frame of objective and subjective reality. So the objective reality here is is, is a title. It's what you are like biologically or legally. Biologically, you are my mother. Biologically, you are my father. Legally, you are my spouse. Legally, you are my child. Biologically, 
biologically, you are my child. Biologically, you are my parent. Legally, you are my spouse. Biologically, you are my sibling, things like that. Those are things that just exist regardless of how you feel about it. The subjective experience is how do I, as an individual, experience the relationship that we have together, friend to friend? What is our friendship like? Mother to daughter, what is our relationship like? What is the quality of our relationship? Father to daughter, I know the title, but what's the quality of the connection? Father to son, you all understand what I'm saying, spouse to spouse. So the objective thing, the objective reality is just the title, the role that someone has to you. It's what's on paper. Okay. The subjective experience is what do I feel about it? What do I think about it? What is my perception of it? What is my, and, and then the big word that I'm used that I use all the time is what is my experience of it? For my note takers, I want to give you something a little bit more like bullets. Let me, let's define role. The function assumed or part played by a person or thing in a particular situation. Now let's define relationship for the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected. The state of being connected by blood or marriage. Okay. The way in which two or more people or groups regard and behave toward each other. Okay, great. I'm going to give you something deeper because when we're talking about relationship in the in attachment world, the goal is to get to secure attachment, to be able to have securely attached relationships. And so we're not talking about arbitrary relationships. We're actually talking about particular types of relationships, some things that I typically bring bring up are trust, vulnerability, safety, and intimacy. What's the quality of those four aspects in your relationship? What's the quality of our trust? What's the depth of our vulnerability and intimacy? Are we, do we feel sufficiently safe emotionally, physically, financially, psychologically? Okay. Do we feel safe? So those are four things that um, I typically bring up. I was just in a conference the other day that was put on by Michael Chafin in Atlanta. He's an LMFT. And some things that he referred to when he was talking about relationship in this conference, which by the way, was titled Emotional Cutoffs and Families. Some things that he noted was transparency, authenticity, honesty, and self-disclosure. So I thought those things were really good in terms of uh, tracking the quality of your relationship. Some other things that I would add to the criteria of a relationship are things like repair. Are we able and willing to repair our relationship when things go wrong? Felt closeness. And lastly, felt warmth. Do I feel close to you? Do I feel warm to you? Sidebar, y'all know I like a sidebar. One thing to say that we are connected or we are related, it's another thing to feel related to you. It's another thing to feel connected to you. So when I say felt closeness, felt warmth, I'm talking about the, um, I'm talking about the unspoken, intangible, unable to describe in words, lang it transcends language, it's a feeling, a sense that I have with you, that I'm connected to you, that I belong to you, that we in some way belong to each other. I have a felt sense of warmth. So I can appear to be, or I can have the title of connection with you on the front stage, but behind the curtain, 
we are disconnected. We are legally bound together by marriage, but behind the curtain, we are disconnected like strangers. We are biologically connected. I am your child and you are my parent. But when you pull back the curtain, our interactions are full of hostility and it's unsafe. On the front end, we take family pictures every year, right around the holiday time, and we send it out, come on, and we send it out to all of your coworkers. We send it out to your family members, extended family members that you haven't talked to since December of last year. And we put on the sweaters and we take the picture in the yard with the leaves. And that's on the front end. But when you pull back the curtain, you see that we interact with each other as if we don't know each other, that we actually find more relief out at happy hour with our coworkers than we do at the dinner table. There is a tension. There is a difference between the role that you have in my life and the relationship that I have with you. They are incongruent they do not match. Major things that happen with people that are in this position. One is that they continue to play into the charade because it makes you feel better or it's just easier for everyone to think that we're okay when we're really not. I don't wanna make anyone uncomfortable and so I put my needs down or what I know is happening right now, what I see is the elephant in the room. I'm gonna act like it's not happening so that we can all just get through the dinner. Okay, I appease you. Um, and then another alternative is a cutoff where the tension has gotten to a point where the pressure has built up in such a way to where I'm just done because it's too uncomfortable to bear. I'm not willing to deal with it. I've run out of energy. Both of those are actually pretty extreme, ignoring yourself in favor of someone else or totally ignoring others in favor of yourself. I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm just saying those are extreme uh, reactions to this issue. And what we wanna do is figure out a way to mitigate the problem, okay? What we wanna do is explore some middle ground. Is there some flexibility? Is there some room for change and growth that could occur between the two of you if you had the right tools to do it? To get a better idea of what change could happen and how the change would be implemented, first we have to get real about what it is that you actually want in the relationship. In cases where the role and the relationship are incongruent or even at odds, usually the person who's more aware of that incongruence have, has ignored and repressed their own needs and desires for the relationship. Another word for this is that they've become hopeless hopeless that we could ever have the relationship that I would really want with you. Hopeless that you could do what I would prefer that you do. Hopeless that I could even see you the way that I used to see you. Mm. Hopeless. So I want to stir up your desire again. I want you to really consider if you could have it your way, what would the experience be for you in the, in the relationship? What kind of communication would you have? What kind of conversations would you have? What kind of real-time interactions would you have with that person? Give yourself the opportunity to really write those things out. Now, now, once you get a bit more clear on that, you move into the stage of being able to communicate what it is that you would like your relationship to look like with that other person. This should come in the form of a direct request. We want that request to be non-offensive. We don't wanna be critical of the person. We don't wanna be defensive, defending ourselves as if our request needs a defense. We want to be clear and we want to be concise. In communicating that to the other person, 
in that way, we get the opportunity to see what they are able and willing to do with you directly confronting the reality of who you are to me, your role to me, and the relationship that we are able to have together. So what it is that I want us to do and what it is that we're able to do are finally making direct, explicit, verbal, out loud contact. So then we're able to see what both parties can genuinely accept from each other. Here's the last part that I'm going to share before we go. What you need to have a healthy, satisfying, safe relationship with that person and what they're able and willing to do, ideally you want those to meet. And we're hoping that the only reason that it's not being met is that we really weren't clear on what we want and the other person really didn't know what you needed and you didn't really know what they needed and we just weren't communicating clearly and now we're able to meet in the middle. Ideally, that's what we're doing. But so often, that's not the case. I don't wanna scare anybody and I also wanna be realistic. We gotta get out of this mindset that like the truth is scary. We need to be more willing to just be like, what is it? And let me learn how to deal with what's reality. Here's a common reality that someone realizes that they want something more from, the re from whatever kind of relationship and the other person is able to do some but isn't able to meet them all the way there and in that gap in that gap is where we insert boundaries because if you keep trying to interact with that person as if they can do what they cannot do you will be disappointed angry upset resentful and you'll probably take it out on other people because you'll be trying to accommodate them while punishing others instead we want to handle it appropriately which is that okay this issue is between me and you it's in this relationship that i'm not getting what it is that i need to feel satisfied and healthy and that other person is likely experiencing discomfort as well and so we need to put boundaries in place so that where we are not able to meet each other's needs that we have space between us so that we can interact with each other from then on in a way where you're able to be you without compromising yourself and i'm able to be me without compromising myself and we're still able to interact if that's what you so choose to do and, and there are some cases where relationship after that point is just not possible again these are this is why you need to talk to people individually i do not recommend that you take people's advice on lines about cutoffs or about reconciliation without directly talking to a professional about that problem okay these issues are so sensitive and specific um, that I, I do not believe that there are certain things that always require a certain response. And I think that you should talk to somebody one-on-one -on -one to help you really work through all of the implications of either of those options and the varying degrees of boundaries that can be put into place when it comes to these kinds of issues. So it's a layered topic. It can be quite complex, but I hope this gives you a framework for thinking through some of these issues. Let's do a quick recap. There can be a difference between the role someone has in your life and the relationship that you have with them. It's important that you get really clear on what you need from any particular relationship and what your general standards are for relationships with anybody. And then from there, develop the skill set to be able to articulate what it is that you need in your relationship and make specific requests about that. And then you want to be able to set boundaries between you and other people when we are not able to relate to each other in a way that is sustainable, that is satisfying, and that is healthy for both of us. Y'all, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Boundaries and Grace. I hope this is helpful. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. I will see you next week. Bye y'all.